everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. Thanks for being here. On this podcast, I talk to people who have said yes to a greater calling in their lives, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. I'm so excited today. I get to introduce you to my friend, Sarah Lynn Hamilton. We just met actually through social media and she is just really cool. She's been on this journey of sobriety. She's sober one year. Um, she decided to get sober last Lent or to stop drinking for Lent. And um, now it's been a year of sobriety. And so we talk about a lot of things that are, I think, really interesting topics. Like we talk about gray area of drinking, right? And we talk about being sober curious. And we just talk honestly about kind of what culture tells us about drinking or um, some of the fears that she had when she was thinking about deciding to give up drinking and what she was going to maybe miss out on, right? And so she talks about how Jesus has helped her through this journey. And she talks about um, her family and her husband. And, you know, she's a mom and she's got her own business. She's got a marketing and branding business. And so She's just like you and me, um, and I think that you will find this very interesting conversation and probably be able to relate on a lot of different levels. And so um, I'm excited for you to meet Sarah Lynn, and I hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, please feel free to comment on greatbigyes.com, to email me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. Um, follow me on Instagram at Great Big Yes or on Facebook at Great Big Yes. And I would love to hear from you. And the other thing I want to mention is if you're listening to this podcast, whether it be on iTunes or Spotify or um, SoundCloud, uh, wherever you can, if you can leave a review or if you can rate it. And if you love it and you want to give me a good rating, that would help me a lot. And you can also subscribe. Like I know on iTunes, if you subscribe, then every time there's a new episode, it just pops up um, in your little podcast icon thing, your app. <laughs> so I don't know how all this works behind the scenes, but I do know that if you subscribe, you don't miss anything. Uh, so I would love to have you subscribe. Also, if you go to greatbigyes.com, you can subscribe to be um, on the mailing list. And so if you're interested in that, I would love to have you. And I just hope as we build this community that you feel encouraged to say yes in your own life. I know that um, so many of you have reached out with your dreams and kind of your ideas and your visions for what you want to create. And I just want to walk alongside of you and support you in that. So I hope today with this conversation with Sarah Lynn that you are inspired and encouraged. And thanks again for being here. All right. Hi, Sarah Lynn. How are you? Hey, good, Sue. How are you? I'm good. I am so thrilled to be talking to you. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. It is such a pleasure and honor to be asked, and I'm super excited. Yeah, so we kind of connected through social media, really, and through kind of holy yoga. Um, yes. I don't know. How did it happen? Did you oh, see? I, um, <laughs> so I guess when I came to, um, like, started digging around and wanting to kind of figure out all the ins and outs of holy yoga, I was just, like, wanting to get my hands on anything that anyone knew that spoke of holy yoga and I came across um, first the holy yoga podcast that was done a few years ago and then um, and then I uh, found your podcast and I just started listening to um, all your really awesome and inspiring stories of people who have said 
you know, yes to, mm-hmm. to big and scary things. Um, and I just started following you on Instagram and I just shot you a message and just said, thank you. Like your podcast is great. And I'm prayerfully, prayerfully considering, um, uh, you know, getting certified in holy yoga and, um, that was just kind of it. And then the next thing you know, we're like on the phone and I think we chatted for almost two hours one day and like the same day. Um, and now I feel like I text you like every other day at least. So, (laughs) well, I love, um, that you are inspired by the podcast and and you have, you have your own inspiring story. And so as that kind of started to unfold, I asked if you'd be willing to be a guest here. So I just appreciate you um, sharing your story with us today. So uh, tell us a little bit what I, what I want to talk about, and I'll go ahead and introduce kind of the topic, but I really then want to have you introduce yourself. But um, I love that you, a couple of terms that you've used. So um, you quit drinking a year ago. It's been a year now, yes. right? Okay. And you talk oh, about- Are you there? Yep, Hold I'm on. here. Okay. Sorry. I was like, no. did I lose you? Okay. You go ahead. No worries. You talk about the gray area of drinking and this fascinates me. Okay. Um, because I think that there's, I know when I was a young mom, um, we did a lot of happy hours. We did a lot of drinking. We did a lot of partying. And um, so I'm interested to getting getting your take on what does that mean, the gray area of drinking. And um, I've even been hearing a lot of people talking about like being sober curious. Yeah. Um, and so I want to get to those topics with you and I want to celebrate with you a year of sobriety. That's fantastic. Yes. Yes. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. So, um, about, I mean, what's so cool, I think also like the timing of you and I scheduling this today is day one of the Lenten season. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and this time a year ago, um, I walked into a church with my mom and, I knew at that point, I was like, I'm going to, I want to consider giving up alcohol for Lent. And so to back up um, a little bit on that is, um, so I have a a now six-year-old daughter and a two and a half year old son. um, And yeah, like working and being a wife and mom of of small kids, all the things. I also dealt with postpartum anxiety and depression. and, um, I come from a family that has, um, some struggles with addiction, um, alcoholism. And so that's, um, I think, unfortunately I kind of have a genetic predisposition to, um, carry that on. And so when, um, as after I had our son, I was just like, you know, I found myself, um, sometimes like five o'clock couldn't come fast enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, like one drink while the kids are like hanging out, cooking dinner. And then that would sometimes lead to two. And then, um, you know, we're bathing now. And then I'm like rushing bedtime so I can go downstairs and have like another glass of wine. And it's just like, mm-hmm. um, I was, you know, that was becoming maybe an idol for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really like realize it. Um, and as we get older, um, you know, your body starts re- responding to things differently. And so, um, when, you know, we would go out, um, on the weekends or whatever, and you 
uh, come home late and um, not sleep well because you, you know, were up late and you were maybe had one too many cocktails. Um, and then you wake up the next morning, you're just not your best self to like do parenting well, um, or at least in my case. Um, and I feel like it's important for me to emphasize that like this, this story is like so personal to me. And, um, these are just things that I noticed in my life that weren't working for me. These are not like generalizations for, um, like moms at large. This is just, um, you know, so I don't, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, I understand blanket, that. No. blanket that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. And, um, I would say I was, you mentioned the term cyber curious. Um, I would say I was, um, connected probably actually through Instagram. There's a couple of bloggers I follow that, um, that don't drink for various reasons. And I was like finding myself messaging them like, so how are you doing that? Like why, you know, yeah. Um, anyway, so just the, the kind of side conversation that I was like having with people kind of in my head too, um, is something I'll look back on and, and realize that I was watching people for a while before I, you know, decided to, to act on it. And what made you decide to act on it finally? When did you yeah. know it was time? So again, like just those weekends of just kind of feeling like crap. And then like your Saturday is just like ruined. Yeah. Um, health and wellness has always been something important to me. So, um, I found that, you know, I would like wake up the next day, you know, be grumpy, mm-hmm. but it feel good. And I would try to like go work out to like sweat it out, you know, yeah, to almost like punish myself sometimes to like, um, yeah. if I think about it, you know, really mm-hmm. honestly, um, so maybe I'd feel better too. Um, mm-hmm. But then there just came um, a time when I, um, I I referenced this evening that we had uh, about a year ago um, where it was like we were hanging out with friends. We didn't eat till late. And of course, we're like drinking red wine at like five o'clock in the afternoon. And um, we didn't get home with our and we're at this thing with like other couples and their kids. And I, we didn't get home till late. And I'm trying to bathe my one and a half year old and five year old and they're they're tired and I just remember like yelling at them mm-hmm. and Sue I just like like my heart like came to like my belly and I just remember like oh my gosh like I am this is not who I want to be like this is not yeah. cool and the thing to kind of go back to your point about gray area that term gray area drinking is that like I didn't feel like I had a problem I wasn't like addicted per se, like, right. Um, no, I didn't get a DUI. Like I didn't, um, lose my job. Um, my relationships were like intact from like all of that from the outside looked fine. Um, but it just like no longer suited me well. Yeah. Um, it no longer served you. Yeah. Right. I think that's really important to say because you don't have to hit rock bottom to decide to stop drinking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, because that's what we, um, or at least I will say that that's the, those are the stories you often hear, at least yes. in my case growing up, it's always like that, you know, but I was ne- I've never been the girl that could like just have one glass of wine, like, and yeah. hang out. like with, you know, why would I never understood the point of that? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I guess like, I'm kind of all in with whatever I do. Like, I don't yeah. know. Um, 
the same could go for like a chocolate bar. Like why just have one piece of it sometimes? Oh, but right. I mean, you know, I can't um, have a handful of M&Ms. I eat the whole pound. Like so, literally. Yeah, it can be, it can be that way in, in good and bad ways. But, um, so yeah, I just, um, and then just, how did you do it? Like you decided okay, okay. it was time yeah. and then what? So, so that night, that night that I, I spoke of when, um, I was bathing the kids and just, you know, it was a total like, ugh, um, not, not a, it was a low moment, you know, yeah. and it, but I feel like it's a, a moment that I have to put into my story because, um, that was like, you know, there are reasons like one and two, basically, you know, yep. um, my, my kids. And, um, so I went into my bathroom that night and or shortly thereafter, and I just looked in the mirror and I, I remember this so well. And I just was like crying, you know, and I'm like, Lord, this, this really is awful. Like, I don't like who I am right now. Like I'm I'm begging you to take this and I'm sobbing. Like mm -hmm. I'm totally sobbing. I'm just like, please take this pain away from me. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know how to do this. Like, I, and I feel like it's really important to say too, Sue, that I'm, um, I've always been like, we, we would host a lot of parties. Like we, um, very social, like that yeah. was important to us. Um, to my husband and I at the time. And so I was just scared. Like, how do I, how do I do this? Like, how do I do my life without like this thing? Did you have the feeling that like you can't be fun without alcohol or you can't? Yeah. Or that I would be friends. like really lame that <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. like, Oh, and the other thing. And I mean, this is a conversation I've had with my husband is that, um, you know, we met in college. Mm -hmm. So there's that backstory of like, you know, we would do the, um, college parties together, the, sorority functions and mm -hmm. um, we'd all I mean we'd always that always was a part of our life you know like and so I was scared like what if he doesn't love me like what, right. if, or what if he doesn't like me as much and maybe yeah. I, what if I'm not as fun what if I'm no fun yeah right like yeah. and so I mean even just saying that out loud like really um those were some real thoughts and like legitimate fears. And I was just like, man. Yeah, I think that's legit. I think, I, I mean, I have a lot of friends um, who have kind of walked this journey or started to walk this journey or asking these questions. And that's yeah. why I was so excited to have you on. But I do think that one of the things that comes up is they'll, they'll say things like, well, I don't really need to drink all the time, but like if I go to like a wedding yeah, or how would I ever do a Cubs game? without beer yeah. or, you know, like they have these things in their mind that are like yes. events that cannot be handled without right. alcohol. Right. So tell me about like a first time that you might've done something where you used to drink. Okay. Then, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I think this, that, it, that it's real. Okay. So it's real important um, that every, when I'm asked to talk about the story, um, like he is at the center of it. Like, like Jesus completely, like yeah. completely, like, um, we are like partnering on this. Like he is, you know, like front and center of, of all of this. So it was like he's the source of your ability to, to do it, to make. Oh, God. It. oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, well, and don't you think there's a, and I know I asked you a question and now I'm going off, but I get so excited okay. about this conversation because I think there's a difference between what we can do without Jesus, which is oh. behavior modification. And you can do it. You can do it for a bit. But to have lasting change and freedom, you need oh, yes. A Amen. And like, those are two different things. That needs to be on like a bumper sticker, Sue, like somewhere. <laughs> like tattoo that on my forehead. Um, yeah. yeah. For sure. Because um, I've only, I mean, I've always been a believer, but I've, I haven't been a participant, an active participant in my faith for only like a couple, you know, two or three years. Oh, that's um, good to hear. I mean, that's uh, an interesting part of it as well. Did you grow up Christian? Um, in the Episcopal church okay. and, um, up until I was about six years old. And then once my parents divorced, um, that kind of culture, culturally, yes, like I was a yeah. Christian, you know, but yeah. I was not, um, I did not grow up in the church. And then when I, you know, um, uh, married my husband who did, um, we started going back and it, it always felt safe. Like I was always kind of like, oh man, but the, the whole relationship piece, um, was never something that I had uh, that I that I knew I had access to, and um, and so that was really uh, something that just blossomed when we together found a church together on our own um, that we love and enjoy and do ministry together in right now. So, well, and so- what I love about that too is you know you say a few years, and so for. A year of that is when you've been getting sober, you've been sober. And so like he, God connected, reconnected with you because he is the God of provision and protection. And he reconnected with you right before you really needed him to walk with you through the hardest thing of your life. And so it's like, how great is that? Right? Like you, that is so awesome to hear the timing on that. And oh, it's insane. Yeah. The cool things that he showed me during the Lent season Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're just so beautiful. And at the end of it, it, basically he was like, cause I had a little anxiety the day before Easter service, yeah. uh, that Saturday night. Cause normally we would like host a brunch over here at my house. Um, yeah. you know, cold bottles of Kendall Jackson were, would be ready on yeah. ice probably <laughs> before yeah. church. Um, you know, and I just sat here in the living room and I was like, what am I going to do? you know, and I'm, am I going to go back to it? Was this just to see if I could do it? Like whatever. Um, and then I just, so I just told my husband, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take it one day at a time from there. Um, and it's been awesome. Like, um, so So was Easter your first time where you were like, okay, I'm having, did you have people over and you didn't have alcohol or how did that go? We did have people over and we didn't have alcohol. Okay. And the, world, and the sky didn't. didn't fall. <laughs> no, no, it was fine. Um, yeah. So totally fine. But okay, so you asked a question a minute ago about like how did I handle my um, like first few yeah. kind of outings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, I was kind of quiet about it at first. And um, I was, I remember going, we went to an event with um, some friends that we used to hang around with that, um, you know, it was like, uh, have drinks and, and food and stuff. And I remember actually calling a couple of um, my friends before we went over there and I told them that I was giving up drinking. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I was so, I mean, I would say that some of the responses were um, supportive, but some of them were just not sure, you know? Um, and it was just one of those things where no matter what anybody said or how they responded, like I really felt protected the whole time. It's oh, kind of crazy. It's like, I felt like I had this, you know, I would just look up and I would have this like layer of feathers because I was like under his wing the whole time. Oh, it's, it's, it's so cool. Like how, how he just stayed with me. And so I would go, you know, to these functions, I would take my like kombucha, mm -hmm. um, which if your listeners don't drink it, I would start <laughs> out with, um, health aid. That's like my favorite brand. Um, and, um, we have yeah. a lot of yoga listeners, so you yes, probably got sure a lot do. of yeah, um, kombucha. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, and you know, your, your sparkling water or whatever, um, yeah. things like that. Um, one, one cool thing, this was about four months in, I went to a, like a fancy black tie kind of, kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. And there's two of these a year and it was in the summer. And I remember getting a, um, a soda water with cranberry and lime and it's pretty right like looks like a cosmopolitan and um I had these these young like 20 somethings and they came up to me and they were like oh my gosh what are you drinking like that looks that looks good like what is that <laughs> and I was just like well and I told them and I was like yeah but I um it's like a cosmopolitan but without the vodka or whatever and they yeah. just looked at me like you don't drink and I was like you know, and of course people think you're pregnant or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I did, or, or something. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't drink. And they just looked at me like, I, I can't remember how to describe this. Like, in, <laughs> I didn't have three heads, but I think they thought it was really kind of cool. And I yeah. was like, I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's just, um, I'm just better without it or something. Like, I can't remember what I said. Um, and they were just like, that is so awesome. And I just remember telling them like how long it had been at the time. And they were just the sweetest girls. And I just felt like there was a sense of like, Oh, okay. Like you can choose to do that if you don't want to or yes. something, you know, it's empowering. It, it's it empowering. was cool. It was, yeah. uh, I'm glad you asked me that. Cause I, it kind of made me kind of backtrack. And that, that was a really sweet little moment. Um, I felt light, like there was a lightness that was um, in that moment. So yeah. thank you for asking about that. Oh, that's so good. And, and I think what you said too about, you know, if you're not drinking at an event like that, people think you're pregnant. And mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. there's just this um, like pressure, but also yeah. just like the yeah. what is socially expected of you in different things. It's it's fascinating to me. Yes. You mentioned sorority and college and all yeah. of that. And I just want to ask: Did you start drinking in high school or oh, in college? Yeah. Okay. Good question. So I um. Like, yeah, I mean, high school-ish. I mean, I think I threw a couple parties. I'm one of six kids. So um, okay. my, we, we had, um, I'm, I'm, and I'm the third. So by, by the time I'm curious about this stuff, my parents had already, yeah. you know, they, they kind of can sniff out stuff. So um, I mean, a little bit in high school, but um, I was a part of a, um, I think what was, I have to give a lot of credit to um, the, uh, athletic team I was part of at the time it was a, a, a basketball team and we 
like we're together all the time and we actually won the state championship for oh, North Carolina in, in, um, at the time. And, and so that, you know, it was like my job. And so we were there practicing yeah. all the time and we were, you know, so I didn't, um, I think that saved me in a lot of ways. I didn't have church, but I did have that. And I so, love that. And I, I agree. My son's in football and it's so good because they're busy all the time and yes. they hold them to a standard and yes. they're working on building character and making good choices. And all of that is really, I think sports can offer um, yes. such a good outlet for kids and keep them away from having too much like time on their hands. A hundred percent. And I, um, and if any of my, my girls and my coach are listening, like it was, you know, it probably saved my life, um, yeah. in a lot of ways. So, um, I'm grateful for that. So, but yeah. Um, and then college, um, I actually went to uh, college and played basketball for a couple of years, but then I just, I, I had too much of it. And then after that, I experienced some freedom, you know, yeah. and, um, and experimented, um, a little bit, not too crazy, but yeah, I definitely, um, that was, that was a big part of college. Um, yeah. For me so, too. Yeah. And I think that's pretty common. You know, a lot of people, I know at least I'm going to be 50 this year, but I know yeah. a lot of people all through the um, different ages, honestly, ha like may have started drinking in high school and then it kind of right. escalated in college, a lot of binge drinking. Um, and then we lived in a place where even in our late twenties and all through our thirties, it was just like a party every Friday and Saturday oh, night parents yeah. and the kids and the happy hours and the, yeah. Yes. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like you said, when you get into, you know, a young, uh, contemporary, you're, um, trying to make your mark in the world and you're going to all the events and everything, yep. and then you get married and then you have kids. And then, um, so, but there just came a time where I, I'm just grateful that I um, could make a choice when a choice was still there for me to make. Yes. And has it been, I know you mentioned that you were going to take it day by day and I know, yeah. um, you know, that's something that they talk about in AA and stuff like that. Have you yes. um, used, utilized any like groups? And I know AA is right. anonymous and it's so funny. Right. Every time I talk about that, people are like, we're not supposed to talk about that. But Oh, Anything yeah, like that, like, right. have you found resources that have helped yes. you? Okay. I'm so glad you asked that because, yeah. um, I really, um, the whole definite, the whole term, like of gray area drinking, um, came to me from two people from a podcast called edit. Okay. And, um, it, and we'll, I'll get you that so you can, yeah, I'll link it in the great big yes on the po um, um, website. For yeah. Sure. And okay. Jolene Park and um i think it's adian adian donley okay um uh i'm gonna make sure okay yeah adian donley rowley so the two of them um co-host this and i swear it was like um i definitely can relate to adian adian's story the most um mm -hmm. it's like she crawled into my head and like scooped out a lot of, of me and like she projected it into this podcast and it just, it's a, it's a wonderful, um, um, very comforting podcast on how like to edit your life and, and alcohol and, and the whole concept of gray area drinking and how yeah. that affected them. Um, so that was a huge, um, resource for me. And then there's some other really cool, um, and they all, they both have like their own Instagram accounts and, um, Joe, 
yeah. So, and then there's some other really cool, um, Instagram accounts that I follow, um, and tell better stories. Media. Oh, I love yeah. tell better stories. Yeah, they she's, call she's out amazing. the media on how they right. represent alcohol. And, yeah. um, that to me is, it's key because we glamorize it. Totally. Totally. And, and the, okay, you want to know my biggest pet peeve? What? Yoga and wine. No, I know. Don't. Oh I know. my gosh. It's like, don't, don't, don't get me started. I can't like, imagine. I can't imagine the uproar and the, yeah, like the I horns mean, come out. Like why we're doing something so healthy for our yeah, body, mind, no. and soul. Why would we poison ourselves at the same time? Mm -hmm. And I love to have a glass of wine. So I'm not saying like no. I would never have a glass of wine, but it doesn't mix. Like, so when health and wellness sites are putting out things yes. about it's constant. alcohol, it, it's contrary. It's like, yes. wait, I don't, you know, and so we start to think that we can't, not only can we not go to a wedding or a baseball game without an, right. al you know, an alcoholic drink, but now we can't work out without it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and I mean, there again, like five years ago, um, I, I don't, I never drank beer, but like, I might've thought that was like, and that concept would have never even like washed over my head. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Until, so, and I'm also a marketing um, professional. And so I'm, I'm very sensitive to this stuff now. Right. Um, and, and how it's pushed in front of us all the time. Um, well, and as a yoga teacher, you recognize that you don't know what people are coming in with. And a lot yes. of people seek out yoga for healing, whether it be physical, emotional, spiritual, oh. And a lot of people are in recovery. Uh -huh. It's very, um, I think, jarring, I'm sure, to them. It would feel unsafe if mm -hmm. they felt like I was serving alcohol at my yoga class. Uh -huh. And so, you know, for me, I'm a trauma-sensitive yoga teacher, and I, I want to create okay. a space that's safe. Um, right. Right. And so, to me, it's just... I don't know. I, I think so. Tell better stories on Instagram. I'll yes. link that as well um, yes. because I think people might want to take a look at that. And I'm a mom of a 21 year old, a 19 year old, and a 16 year old. And so right. I'm starting to look at this topic so much more carefully from the position of being the mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. And watching what what's being shoved down their throats. And, right. And right. I'm like, oh no, no, it doesn't have to look like that. That's so good. Um, mm -hmm. to, a couple more I'll mention is um, there's one called Dry Life Club. Okay. And um, Adian, that's like her kind of um, so, like one for this community. And I mean, there's like 13,000 people that are like, you know, following it and really hungry for that support. So you asked about support and stuff. And I mean, it's some of these kinds of, you know, things. Um, and that's how I have. And then as I've shared my story, which has been, um, I've been, I feel like the Lord has, has put it on my heart to, to share this because, um, there are a lot of women who are in pain like I was. Um, and it's so cool and crazy at the same time, how like every time I, you know, write about it on my blog or share about it on social media, I always have like, that one woman that comes out of the shadow and like sends me a DM yeah. or it's, it's crazy, Sue. Like I, I believe it. Um, so I feel like he's the reason why 
when I went into Lent a year ago and, uh, and then coming into Lent this season uh, a year later, like all the radical things he's done in my life and how I've been obedient to what he's wanted for me. Mm-hmm. Like it blows my mind, completely yeah. blows my mind. <laughs> it's um, so awesome because I think as we talked about earlier, people, I think going into it might be thinking of what they're going to lose. Oh my gosh. But when you're on the other side, you get to talk about what you've gained. Yeah. So and, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. What it so was. It's, it, I mean, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it ha- there have not been like lots of tears, um, yeah. you know, because there's all this pruning that the Lord does when you're, um, when he's your gardener, you yes. know, and, yeah. um, when he's kind of at the center of it all and you like are, and when you have that posture of submission and surrender to him, like, okay, like, yeah, let's, what do you want to do here? And, um, in that process, there's, when you take away alcohol and you're, um, making certain choices or you're, or, choosing to do and how you spend your, okay. When you take away alcohol and then, um, then you're actually not like numbing anything. Yeah. Um, and then you're kind of like around certain events or certain, you know, individuals, or you're spending your time in certain ways, um, that you, I guess it starts, it starts to make you kind of question how you're spending your time and who you're spending it with. Sorry. Yes. That took a second to say. No, um, I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there, there were some, there's, there was, and there con- continues to be, um, you know, just this, uh, the pruning. The pruning. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep going back to that. Um, and I have, through that process, like some, I mean, it's crazy. Like the friends he's put me, um, who's, who he's put in front of me and in our, in our lives and in our path, um, through church and, um, through friends that I was like kind of acquainted with, but now I've like got deeper and wider relationships with. It's just, yeah, I feel like the luckiest person in the world right now. Like, well, and you get to go deeper now. Yes. Numb. Yeah. And so what, and I'm sorry, I'm, I feel like I'm all over the place, but like what, what I was realizing is that like, let's say I was going to, you know, an event or whatever. It's like, I would have to have like two, a glass of wine or two just while I'm getting ready. Yeah. Putting on makeup and whatever. Yep. And then you get there and you're already kind of like buzz. So you're like, whatever. Um, if I have to see like that person, it'll be fine because, um, yeah, you know, I'm a little fine, whatever. I'm a little, yeah, I'm feeling fine. And so, um, when you take that away, you kind of have to deal with like, why, why am I having to drink to even like be around or to go to that in the first place? Is that even something that I should be doing in the first place or do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm so uncomfortable that I don't want to be there, that I need to drink to be there. Why am I going? Got it. Got it. You're so, you're so, okay. Thank you. No, I hear Um, you. Yeah. Yeah. And, but what's really cool. And I feel like this is important to say too, is that you're also numbing out the good stuff. That's right. You know, like, um, and what I love now is that like, even with the bad stuff, um, I get so much good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, like the first 30 days I probably bathed in lavender Okay. 
Yeah. Um, and I remember like crying the hardest I've ever cried in my adult life. Mm-hmm. And I remember laughing the hardest I'd ever laughed in my Like you were life. just kind of raw. Like everything was Dude, all emotion. It was yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was such a gift. Um, and then like 90 days in or something, I'm like, I've got more energy than I've ever had. I'm feeling my body when I move my body in a different way. Like I'm connecting with God, like as in a whole nother way. Like, and it was, it was so nice to be able to like do a workout of, um, you know, with yoga or, um, cardio running, whatever it was. And like to feel my body without having any kind of like poison in it. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It was just, it was just a different feeling, a completely different feeling. And then six months, you know, in, um, or so not even that long. I I like started my own business. Um, the marketing business. Tell us about that. So what are you doing there? So it's called Sarah Lynn Hamilton creatives and it is a marketing branding, creative direction, uh, type business where I just have helped other companies, um, email marketing, social media, um, graphics, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's really been sweet and I've, and I've, Oh man, talk about being scared. That was really scary. Um, and I love, um, what I feel like the Lord's done with it, which I feel like I've got a, a passion for, um, when female small business owners and yeah. um, just trying to kind of maybe help, you know, provide a second um, set of hands for them to accomplish goals that they don't, that, that yeah. they don't, that don't fill them up, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, it's been great. And um, yeah, so it'll be a year in June that I've had that. So. Well, it reminds me of, I know Brene Brown, you know, Brene Brown, right? Yeah. Um, sober. Yes. And she talks about how like she knows she could have never had this level of success in her like life's work. Right. Um, oh, completely. If, you know, and, and then you start to read about different people who are sober and you're like, oh, oh. yeah, well, that makes sense because right. you are rocking it, you yeah. know? Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hello. Could we just pause for a moment for yeah. Bradley Cooper? <laughs> totally. I mean, um, he is the whole package. <laughs> um, singing and I don't even know. I'm just, no. ever since the Oscars, I'm just a little bit obsessed with Bradley I know. It's, um, it's such a good movie. And Gosh. then to play that role. Um, I know. It was so heartbreaking. I mean. Uh, around this issue. Absolutely. That's, that's what yeah. was, you know, I was like rooting for him before. I mean, I didn't even have to see the movie, you know, to. Yep. To like, yes, that was huge for for so many reasons. Um, and then personally for him, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, all right. Well, you and I could talk forever and I feel like, um, you know, we'll be, I'm sure visiting again, but I love that you are here to share your story and I want to make sure that I get a chance to ask you my, um, end of the interview questions. Cause those are fun for um, oh people who are listening. Um, so what is a book that you love? Um, I really liked the shack. Oh, I like that book too. Did you see the movie? No. Okay. It was so hard. Um, I don't know. I think that's a, a book that like really a lot, like even a long, a long time ago, I just remember it being like 
and again, before I was participating in my faith, I was just like, man, that is a really interesting interpretation of um, the Trinity. You and know? I think it helped so many people. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. And then I also have to say um, the Jesus Calling um, devotional. I love it. And that's like what I read every day. And that's, I mean, it's always like spot on. So. Do they have anything like that? I, I think maybe you should write this. Um, they, if they had something that was like a Jesus devotional or Jesus calling devotional for um, sobriety. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's, that would, that would be. I mean, Jesus calling in, in itself, anything Jesus <laughs> is going to help. Yes. Um, but like if it was pinpointed to that particular journey, I think that would be yes. pretty amazing. Yes. Yes. No, yeah. that's, I'm sure um, there's something out there, but yeah, that, that would be. That would be, like, that would definitely help a lot of people. And you had mentioned too, since you've been sober, you have found more time to read. Like that wasn't oh. something that you could really do when. Oh you- my gosh. Okay. Like, yes. I mean, this is another like thing for anybody listening. That's like not this holding on to this or anything too tightly. Like he has filled it with like, he's filled my headspace with so much more richness. And, you know, I'm no longer thinking about like, do I have wine in the fridge? Is it cold? Do I have enough to get me through the weekend? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. Now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm literally staring at my kitchen table and I'm taking up 75% of it with my Bible study, my Bible, my prayer journal to another Bible study that I'm not started yet. I mean, it's like, I've got this cool, like, finding holy in the suburbs book that my, one of my spiritual mamas gave me. Like, I, I mean, I've is got that a book days. finding holy in the suburbs? That's such yes. a good title. I've never Ashley, heard of that. Ashley Hales. And one of my like spiritual mamas gave me this. And I mean, she, you know, if she, if she gives you something, you, 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 you do it. And I'm yeah. like super <laughs> excited about starting that. But um, yeah. So yes, productivity has, is like, so skyrocketed like well like you said so much of your time was spent either drinking or thinking about drinking or preparing yeah. to drink yeah like i know it makes me sound like a total lush but i know it makes sense i mean that's okay like i i guess that is me being like kind of real and i'm like you know i love being able to like and, and this is a whole nother thing too like i love and i've always prayed and i prayed this before i came to him I want to be the best disciple I can be the best wife and the best mother I can be in that order. And my grandparents who were married for like 80 years, um, she, they always said that, that that's like the secret to a healthy life and marriage. And I'm like, you know, they seem to, you know, follow that as best they could. And I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to try that too. So when I started praying that prayer, um, this is how he's helping me get there to that. Yeah. That's Um, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. Um, Okay. So next question is what is, and it doesn't have to be favorite because I know for me, I could never Uh pick a favorite, but what's a movie that you love? Okay. So a movie that I love, I think it just encompasses like all the sweetness um, is the Sandlot. Oh, I love that. Is that not like, oh my gosh. um, yeah. Okay. So I, I can, I, like, I can quote a lot of it. Um, but then um, we, this isn't a movie, but uh, my husband and I have uh, 
we're, we're super stoked about um, Game of Thrones coming back. Okay. Awesome. Lives, um, next month. And um, it, yeah, like, yeah, we, we are just nerds. We have not gotten into that one. And we're usually like when it was like Mad Men or Breaking Bad or anything like that, like we would be all about it and watching all of that. But um, we never got into Game of Thrones. Oh Um, my gosh, Sue. You're going to get all the emails now. (laughs) All your people and be like, listen, you you (laughs) you will, um, it's beautifully done. Um, We're, we're, we're ready to, and it's the final season. So um, we'll, we'll be underground for, for a little bit with that. I love having a show. I mean, we actually, someone said we have to watch Schitt's Creek. Have you watched that? No. <laughs> it makes but, me but, laugh so hard, but it's a totally different different thing. It's just yeah. like a comedy, but oh my gosh, it was fun. We watched a bunch of episodes the other night. We were just laughing. And, um, but I, I do love to have a show that you're like excited when it's coming back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're, cause we, we don't have one right now. We're just kind of like, and it's been like two, two, over two years that, that the fans have had to wait. Yeah. Hey, so. did you get into a million little things? You know, um, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Or this is us. This is us. I tried. Um, it, it, it almost was a little too soft feel good for me. I don't know yeah. why. I, I did don't... you like parenthood when it was out or did you not watch that? I didn't. I did do like Breaking Bad and Mad yeah. Men. Yeah. Um, I think there needs to be a little like, like True Detective. We watched that, but then it kind of got like a little too hardcore. And I was like, is that the one with Matthew McConaughey? Yes. Yeah. He lives, I'm in Austin. He lives in Austin. So like, oh, you're best friends. I'm best friends with him. He yeah. doesn't No, but like people no. are obsessed with anything he's in and like, oh, yeah, he does. It's like, it, I don't know. It's like rooting he, for the hometown boy or something. He and uh, Woody Harrelson are, are brilliant in the first season. Oh, I heard we, that. Yeah. We, um, we did not continue it. it just, it's dark. It's definitely dark. But, um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, we're definitely into like documentaries and, and yeah. stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, I just watched the documentary on uh, um, Lady Gaga, Five Foot Two, <gasps> it's called. It's Ooh. so good. Oh, okay. That's happening. So I'm writing that down. Yeah. Um, okay. So what, well, first, who is someone who inspires you? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so it's kind of twofold. I mean, I, I feel like I have to say like my husband because truly he just, he supports me in everything I do. Um, I truly feel like he was like, put on this earth to be, you know, my partner in life, in my life. Um, he's just like, so good for me. Okay. Um, but the other, um, part of that is I am involved in, um, a women's ministry council at my church. Mm -hmm. And, um, this is like, you know, your seasoned, um, women to like moms that are like my age. Um, but like a mentoring. Yeah. I mean, they, all of them are just this like sweet, like we just had this thing, like we're, and we're planning this women's retreat for April, um, in West Virginia. And I mean, I am just, I'm like, I just sit back in our meetings sometimes. And when we get together and I'm just like, I am so lucky to just like be around these godly women and to like hang out and like do really cool things for the kingdom, you know, yes. and 
they totally inspire me. They are like, uh, just so beautiful, beautiful, cool group of ladies. So yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Again, I mean, it's part of God's provision, right? To surround you that he would be so kind to give you these people that pour into you, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and keep you on track. If you forget who you are, they're there to remind you. Right. And definitely one of them who's like one of my really good, good friends. And she's like my accountability person. Like I'll, I'll, I'll call her up and be like, uh, about something. Then she'll be like, you know, she just steers me gently back to, you know, how, how, like, how a, like someone with Christ would, would, would want to, should handle this or something. Yeah. You know? Or how to look at it like with God vision, right? Or his <laughs> like, eyes. Yeah. yeah. She's so good for me about that. Um, and That's yeah, so good. She, she's a, a rock for me for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. And there's yeah. so much wisdom. Um, yes. through, and even just, you don't even have to be different ages, but I do love that when it is different ages, when the women who have been through it can say to you, you know what? It's okay. I know your kids are driving you bananas right now, but like, it's okay. Or you will make it through the teen years or, oh, that happened to my daughter in college and she turned out fine (laughs) or whatever. You know, it's just this perspective too of just, they, they've been through it and they're not sweating the small stuff. I guess too, it's important to say before I became like a participant in my faith, yeah. I kind of thought like, you know, these, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, like, I kind of was like, I don't know that like the people that like are all in with Jesus and church and all that are like, cool. You know, right. you're like, like this I, is cheesy. Yeah. They're nerdy. And like, yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. thought like, but then like, <laughs> you know, I drank the Kool-Aid, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this is so beautiful. And these people are so awesome. I mean, so I, I'm humbled every day in this walk for sure. Well, and I do think that's important to say because I do think that there's a little bit of a parallel here. I think that when you um, are considering being sober and you're worried that you're going to miss all the fun, the same kind of thing happens when you're considering going all in with Jesus. Now, sometimes there's a moment and it's just so overpowering and people are just saved in the moment and it's that... But sometimes when people um, are brought up in church and they want more and they want to go deeper and they want to know what this freedom everyone's mm-hmm. talking about is mm-hmm. and they want to know what grace is and they want to live um, you know, free and in peace and joy. And they go, I want to go all in, but those people are kind of weird and it does, maybe I'm going to miss out on all the fun. Yes, that was and me. It, yeah. And then it's, it's like, but then you get, and that's why I think it's so important that we speak from the like quote other side yeah. because it's, it's more fun. Like, Oh man. You know, like, yes, you can get to the end of your life and accept Christ on your de- uh, deathbed and, and go to heaven. And that's right. amazing, but you it's missed fine. it. You missed yeah, the yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, agreed. I totally agree. And, um, yeah. And it's like, you know, that feeling when you're serving something that's bigger than yourself. Yep. Um, there's just, you know, there's really nothing like it. You get so much out of it in return, you know? It's yes. Mm-hmm. And the freedom comes from being able to trust someone that's much bigger and wiser than you. <laughs> yes. Thank the Lord right. um, that we're not in charge, right? Because right. my pastor always says we make awful deities. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I love that. And that's, I'm glad, I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, there's a lot of people I know who were brought up in church, but they're not all in with Jesus. Yeah. And 
I would say my life has turned around so much that I'm all in with Jesus and I'm sometimes not that into church. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. You know, and yeah. I feel like it just, you know, some churches are amazing and they can be great and then yeah. others can be super uh, legalistic and right. make you feel like, right. you know, shame and all of that where yeah. um, Christ has set us free from that. So for me, it's about the person of Jesus Christ. And like when I, like whenever friends are struggling, I'm like, just read what he said. Mm-hmm. Read the stories where he talked to the woman at the well, you mm-hmm. know, read yeah. where he said, okay, the first of you without any sin cast the first stone, like mm-hmm. read what he says, who he is. Yeah. When the lady came to wash his feet and she wasn't invited to dinner and she wasn't allowed in the house and all the religious people were so upset about this. And he was like, totally welcoming her in. And she was, you know, she was like an outcast, all the outcasts. He was like, come on, come to me, come with me. Like, like if you don't fall in love with Jesus, Mm. when you read what he said, I mean, it's so, so for me, that's what I always kind of encourage people to do is like taking away all the filters of religion and just get to God's word and read what he said and read those stories. Like I was reading today and I, I love this where he asked the guy who was trying to get well, he'd been sick for like 38 years. He's like, do you want to get well? Yeah. And I was like, because he can do anything. And sometimes it's just us that are in our yes. way. Gosh, yes. You know? Yes. And, or like, what about the woman? And then I'm going to stop talking, but I get so no, excited. Good. The woman who's like running through the crowd. I can't even say this. Yeah. Crying, but like, I know anything to touch his garment, anything. Right. And it's like, she knew the power of him. And then just right away, like he was like, who just touched me? You know, like he's yeah. right there. He's ready. Like, and I just love like her tenacity and like, yes. I'm going to go get healed. I know who can do the healing. And, yes. and that's what you're saying. Like, yeah. you know, yes, this is a great story that you get to share. And it's a victorious story, but it's victorious because of your relationship with Christ. 1,000%. 1,000%. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. On that note, I mean, besides Jesus, who else, yeah. um, who has given you, not who has given you good advice. Yeah. What good advice have you received? Well, I think it was, this is just something that, um, I don't know if it was, it might've been on your podcast here. I feel like I heard, um, gosh, I don't know if it was the interview you did with Caroline Williams. Um, but I don't need to strive for my next spiritual high with my walk with Jesus. Mm. I loved that. I don't, again, I don't know if I heard it here or not, but that hit me like real at a real good time. Um, because sometimes like coming from a life of like, you know, 30 some years where I wasn't walking with Jesus, um, when you come into it, you know, mid thirties, you're like, Oh, I got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. I got to like do all these like things or like, I've got a like good works driven, maybe. Um, or even trying to learn scripture. I remember I was like trying to learn things felt behind a little bit. Yes. Yes. So I felt like behind. And then again, growing up as an athlete, like you're, um, kind of, I don't know what the right word is, you know, maybe, but like, um, I'm almost leaning towards like, you're always like striving for these goals or something or like good 
you know, if you, if you hit these goals, then X will happen or something like that. So have you taken the Enneagram? No. And like, oh, girl, I know. We have to take it. And then we have to discuss, I'm trying to get someone on here. Um, who is an Enneagram expert. She's amazing. And so oh. I would love to talk to her because um, you I may be, I'll be interested to hear what you are. I'm a three and that's an achiever, like a striver, somebody yes. who is like, you know, give her the yes. task, she'll get it done kind of thing. Like, yes, yes, yes. Um, totally, totally. Yes. That creating, is so going for it. And that would come into play with like having your own business and all the things that you're doing too. And like leading yeah. ministry. And so, yeah. um, but yeah, so so, there's some of that that's kind of in you, but I love that advice. Like you don't, yeah, it was really that. good again at the time. Um, because I didn't know, I mean, there was just a lot of like whatever. And so just that, that part of like, just being able to like not have to strive and just like sit in at his feet. Yeah. Um, like, like that Mary. whole concept of sitting at his feet is like, yeah. it's okay. Like you can do that. You don't have to like strive all the time for this like yeah. next spiritual high, like just sometimes there's just days where we're just going to snuggle and be at each other's feet and that's cool. Or I'll be at his feet. You know what I mean? So right. um, I heard someone say once, just be grateful for a random Tuesday. Yes. Gosh, I might write, I need to write that down. <laughs> that's good. Right. Because I don't know. I think we strive for that mountaintop moment and in the yes. striving, we miss the blessing. Yes. Yeah. So good. And, um, yeah, so that, that's, that was some really, um, timely advice that I received. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right. Well, I cannot tell you, thank you enough. This has been amazing. And like I said, I feel like we could have talked for hours, but yeah. I appreciate you sharing your story. I know that it will bless the listeners for sure. Thank you. Um, yeah, this was a total pleasure. Thank you, Sue, for your platform yeah. and for your encouragement and um, just being a voice for other people. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it's my pleasure. And I can't wait to see what God does with this story and how it blesses yes. other people and just what you're invited into next. So we'll, we will be staying tuned. But thank you again. Okay. All right. Thank God you, Bye. Bye-bye.